Ladies and gentlemen, this is your WrestleMania Backlash post-show, fresh off of the latest premium live event <laughs> by WWE. And I will say that this show had no business being as good as it was. We had six matches. The hype for this event was honestly not all that high by a lot of people, myself included. Um, I genuinely only cared about half of the matches on this card, and I wasn't really sure where we would go into this after such a great WrestleMania you know, with WrestleMania Backlash being a whole, basically just a pay-per-view full of rematches, sometimes it's it's tough to really gauge where the show would go. But these were six really good matches. And honestly, uh, obviously with five of them being pretty much rematches, all five were actually better than their WrestleMania counterparts. And I'll, and I'll, I'll admit it. I, I was impressed with this show. I enjoyed it very much so. So we'll run down the card. Like I said, the six matches. We kicked off things with probably for me, my most anticipated match, uh, Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes 2. And this is how you start off a premium live event. This match was everything that I hoped for and more between these two. There's going to be a trilogy, as most things are when it comes to these types of matches. with. Everything going on, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Seth just playing mind games in the beginning of the match, uh, countering everything Cody does, and then Cody able to start hitting some of his, his maneuvers. Seth then starts to cheat a little bit. The crowd is hot for this entire thing, and the match ends with Cody once again getting the victory here. Um, however, Seth tried to roll him up and has a handful of tights Cody able to use his momentum to roll himself out of it and then grabs a handful of Seth's tights to hold on for the one, two, three. Obviously, the ref did not see this, but the handful of tights, how Seth responded to it, you just know that on Raw, they're going to just, he's just going to come out and scream for a third match. And the next pay per view is Hell in a Cell. Oh, man. <laughs> If they're going to have our third, their third match inside of Hell in a Cell, I'm all for it. Give it to me. I want it. <laughs> our next match was Omos with MVP taking on the almighty Bobby Lashley. Now, this match actually ended the way I expected it to. Omos does get the victory here. However, there were multiple points where I thought Lashley was going to actually win this match. But MVP gets involved hits Lashley with his cane, causing Omos then to be able to pick him up and slam him uh, with his finishing maneuver and get the victory. Uh, so obviously I'm assuming this match will also probably have its third uh, and final match probably at Hell in a Cell. We then had Edge versus AJ Styles in another match that I highly anticipated. And obviously there was no Damian Priest because he was barred from ringside. I wondered, would somebody else join Judgment Day tonight? And my answers were, were definitely given to me by the end of this match. So AJ and Edge are pretty much back and forth this entire match. We get towards the end, AJ starts getting control. 
Damien Priest makes his way down, but he does not get to the ring area. He stops while it's still part of the ramp. So obviously the ref can't disqualify if he's not, you know, technically breaking the rules. However, this then causes Finn Balor to run down to the ring, attack uh, Priest. They both fly into the ring. They start fighting in the ring. And then as the mayhem all happens, a third figure appears all masked up. You don't know who it is. Comes and pulls AJ off the top rope, allowing Edge to slap in a submission hold and AJ passes out. So Edge gets the win. Edge then invites this person into the ring. They kneel down as in swearing fealty to, to Edge. Edge raises them up and they amass themselves. Now, the moment I noticed who this third person was before they unmasked, just by their gear alone, I knew who it was. I was just like, this just screams this person. And lo and behold, another one of the hopes and dreams of the WWE universe, Rhea Ripley, has joined Judgment Day. And now three quarters, three quarters of the group is confirmed. All we need now is Champa. It's all we need now. If we get Champa, we have the unholy you know, quadruple effect of just badass people being in a faction together. So I'm very excited to see what this, what, where, where this goes now with Rhea. Um, it just, there's a lot of potential here. And I, I honestly, I, I think I'm more excited about this than a lot of other things because I'm a huge fan of all three of these people in judgment day. So I see big things, and I just hope that they're able to actually give that to us. So after that, we then moved directly into our SmackDown Women's Championship match. It was the I Quit match between Ronda and Charlotte Flair. I expected this to be a hard-hitting affair, but I did not expect this match to be this hard-hitting. These two women beat the ever-living snot out of one another. It was insane. Then they're already like thousands of memes out there from things that have happened during this match. And I knew it would be plentiful, but oh my goodness gracious. We got Pat McAfee being an absolute wild man, referencing a, a kid in a fiend mask in the front row and the crowd just they ate this match up. Um, thousands of kendo sticks died in this match. And uh, Rhonda using a chair. And slapping on her finisher on on Charlotte, Charlotte not giving up until Rhonda like repositions Charlotte's arm, <clears throat> basically snaps it. Charlotte eventually quits. Rhonda's the new SmackDown Women's Champion. We then find out a little bit later in the show that Rhonda did in fact break her wrist, so she will be out of action for an undocumented amount of time. So I wish her her best on her vacation. <laughs> um, after that, we had Baron Corbin, or I'm sorry, Happy Corbin, taking on Madcap Moss. And honestly, this match was pretty good, too. Uh, I will probably say this match out of all six would, would be the, the weakest one, but it wasn't terrible. I will say that. It was just the crowd seemed kind of tired after the I Quit match. Uh, but Madcap does get the victory here as I kind of expected him to. Uh, so I think this is this one's probably done. I don't think they'll have a third match or another match that there's really no need for it. Um, so hopefully Madcap's able to move on and start challenging for, you know, the mid card belts. 
but we'll see what happens going on after that. Uh, and then after that, it was the six man tag match uh, where it was the bloodline versus RK McBro. <laughs> um, this match again had a, a lot of people were complaining <clears throat> because there were no mid card titles on the line. There was no heavyweight championship matches on the line. You know, it's just a six man tag and, People were like, oh, this is terrible. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. This match was insane as well. The crowd was on fire pretty much the entire night. So thank you, Providence, for really pulling out all the stops here, getting the job done. Uh, just tons of fun. Um, this match was, was hectic towards the end. Everybody hitting moves. Uh, Randy no-selling uh, super kicks to hit RKOs on everybody. Uh, Roman hitting Superman punches and hitting a spear on Riddle to get the match uh, over uh, to get the win for the bloodline. But, you know, Drew getting put through a table uh, via uh, Yurinagi from um, Roman Reigns. It's just, it was insane. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. I really, truly enjoyed this. Uh, so, obviously, we're going to go forward here. Probably Hell in a Cell. We'll probably look at Roman versus Drew, which is great. Obviously, Roman then has Shinsuke Nakamura right behind that. Maybe we have a triple threat. I don't know how this is going to work, but it's going to be very interesting going forward. So, I'm really looking forward to what Raw has to give us uh, for two our Monday night. Um, it's going to be crazy. So, I'm going to throw this out online now instead of waiting for the morning so you guys can get a fresh take before our uh, new Above the Ring episode comes out also Monday morning. So, guys, if you don't already, please listen to us. Or please listen to us. Yes, we appreciate it if you do. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. Find us on Facebook at Ship It Above the Ring. You can find us on Instagram at underscore Above the Ring and on YouTube as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty G Stream. You can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If we're not on one that you listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. The way you do all your one-stop shopping, that little bedroom today from above the ring. Guys, once again, thank you. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed this little recap of WrestleMania Backlash. Like I said, this premium live event was a lot better than it should have been. So I appreciate that very much. So, guys, most importantly, do not forget to ship it. Enjoy the bedroom. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.